Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is... This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thanks for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Happy to have you here. And yeah, four-day weekend coming up, so we're going to be doing some July 4th celebrating here shortly. Uh, Let's see what's happening on this week's show. First things first. So Skiff.com did a post about Carnival Cruise Line potentially, don't panic yet, we said potentially, changing up their VIFP loyalty program. So we have a panel coming on later on in the show to discuss and kick that around. Sherry Kennedy is here with Cruise News. As always, don't forget about our Cruise Radio News Facebook group. Just look us up and uh, come join the cruise conversation. All right, Sherry Kennedy is here with Cruise News. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Doug. So Carnival is lowering their internet packages. If you pre-purchase your internet before you cruise, uh, what rates are we going to see? Well, they've got some pretty good rates. The differences between before and after are pretty good. For example, if you just want the social uh, package, it's $4 a day if you book it before your cruise, and you'll pay $5 a day if you're on board. And then to jump to the premium package before your cruise, it's $14.88. But if you do it when you're on board, it's $25 a day. So that's the biggest jump that I've found so far. The Mama Bear package is ten twenty-five a day, and it's called the value package. And that's $16 a day if you're on board. And basically, each one gives you a different level of connectivity, like the first one, the least expensive one, that's what they call their social site, and then you can access Facebook, Twitter, and you know all those, and that's about it. And of course, airline websites to check your flights. The middle one is the value package, and that gets you to some sites and some apps. It includes social media, your email, news, sports, weather. You can do your online banking, and then last but not least, the fourteen dollar and eighty-eight cents per day. And it's per day, of course, mm-hmm. for the entire trip. That's the premium package. And that they promise to give you the fastest connection that they possibly can. You have full access to all websites and apps, and you might be able to even get some streaming video services. So, you know, in this case, if, you're, if you really want to stay connected, if maybe you're doing some work while you're cruising, then that 1488 really does uh, pay for itself. It's almost it's double practically. Yeah, but you know what? You know, they, they promise to give you the fastest connection available, but let's be honest. How, unless you're on a Royal Caribbean ship with that Zoom or Voom, whatever it's called, you're not getting <laughs> great service. I mean, we both know that. That's true. And, you know, everyone's promising the fastest service, right. and, you know, you're still a moving target on a cork in the, in well, the yeah, sea. So, I, yeah, that's kind of how it's I a good, look at I mean, it, I but, think if my math's correct, it's, it's somewhere around a 20% discount by pre-booking this. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Well, ten, yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, you know, if you plan to do it, and again, it's per day for the entire cruise. You can't just buy one day or three days. It has to be the entire length of the cruise. Yeah, and if you're looking to do this, you just go, if you have a cruise booked already, go to your uh, account and then manage my cruise, and it's right there as an option to pre-purchase. So uh, we have that going on. Yesterday in New York, uh, I say yesterday, Wednesday evening, uh, Celebrity Cruises rolled out a new venue, for their upcoming ship, Celebrity Edge. What are we going to see on this thing? Well, they're calling this Eden. Okay. And, it's, and the people that work there are Edenists. <laughs> and basically, it's this huge space. It's going to be uh, three decks tall of glass-enclosed 
um, a venue, actually, um, and it's going to serve food and beverages. You can sit there and gaze out at the ocean if you'd like. Um, one little trendy thing they're going to do, they're going to have um, up, up a little bit higher, if I understand how they're explaining this, they're going to have um, live um, not vegetables, you know, garnishes for cocktails and things. And your bartender is going to have to climb up these little ladders and snip, snip, (laughs) whatever they're going to garnish your drink with and then come back and flake it into your drink or, you know, muddle it or whatever. It sounds like a a venue for mojito, doesn't it? Yeah, you're you're a sprig of parsley, sir. Yeah, right. You you know what this sounds like, Sherry? This sounds like the 270 concept from the quantum class ships. Yeah, it's it's you know it's there's nothing really totally original anymore, mm-hmm. but I think it's just because it's it's celebrity and it's a little bit different clientele. It'll be a little bit more, uh, I don't know, want to say upscale, but just innovative or re- quote unquote refined, if you want to call it yeah, that. So, so it's going to be a, a venue on the ship that's mm-hmm. going to just be transformational throughout the day. So when you go there maybe to chill out and drink your coffee in the morning and then a little more lively in the afternoon and then a little livelier at night, it looks like. It will. It'll get livelier at night because they will be serving dinner mm-hmm. in Eden. Um, and then uh, after dinner, it's kind of strange. It's, they're, they're claiming it's going to engage all of the senses so there's going to be some sort of entertainment, but immediately after dinner, guests are going to be guided up a ramp where they will be served either some sort of a dessert suite or a coffee or a cocktail. So I'm not quite sure how that's going to work. It says they're going to literally take the guests by, by their hand, almost literally. Okay. So, you know, how much up close and personal can you do? I don't know, but well, we'll find out. This is one of those things where we'll have to wait until we sail on it to see how it actually plays out, because we can talk Absolutely. about it all day long. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on here, Princess Cruises, they're adding their wearable technology to more cruise ships uh, in their fleet over the next couple of years. Uh, what cruise ships are going to get this new, what is it, Ocean Medallion? The Ocean Medallion, yes, the the wearable technology that you mentioned. Three more ships will have this by 2018, and that's going to be uh, first off. The first two will be the Crown Princess and the Golden Princess in November of 18, and then the Ruby Princess will be outfitted with the Ocean Medallion technology by January of 2019. Wow, that sounds so far away. Um, And already uh, they have it aboard the Regal Princess coming this November. And then it's Royal Princess, Caribbean Princess, Island Princess will all have it by mid-2018. I I know we talked about this when it first came out like six months ago, but I I was recently down at Disney World and I had the magic band and I stayed on property and I used that thing for everything from uh, paying for my meals at the restaurants to opening my hotel room door there. Um, this is optional. You don't have to use this, right? It's optional. Yeah. Um, and, you know, how you want to wear it is optional too on a necklace, on a key fob, on your wrist. It's just, it's supposed to make everything more convenient as you saw at Disney. I mean, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. The only thing that uh, Disney, I don't know if this will have the same technology. But, you know, as we talked about, the Disney thing didn't shut off when you left the property. Right. <laughs> I, was, I, I was reading the fine print on my magic band, and it was like, we made, this is, um, there's two, basically there's two antennas in it, one for long, t- uh, short range and long range. I'm like, I wonder how far long range is. Like, is uh, SpaceX launching a, a satellite to track us through for Disney? 
that's what we were thinking. You know, maybe they know where you are right now yeah. or where you eat or what kind of food you like. Well, Who knows? My, my magic band's <laughs> in the um, glove box of my car, so they're just tracking my car and not me. Um, <laughs> but, but moving on here, Royal Caribbean, um, we briefly talked about this last week with Stuart when he was giving us some cruise trends. Um, but I want to get your thoughts on this. They're rolling out this new non-refundable deposit program. What is this all about? Well, it's, you know, it's, who want, they want to know what, your book, what the booking trends are, in my opinion. They want to just try to get some money to float for their bank account, is the way it seems to me. Um, whether or not it's great for passengers, that will all shake out later on. But they have a lot of rules with this, and the non-refundable cruise fare must be booked six months or more from the sale date. Okay, that's easy. And they're going to give people an early booking incentive bonus. Well, okay, let's see how that works. Um, but they will give you an onboard credit. So people that are sailing from one to five nights in an insider ocean view will get $25 onboard credit. And if you're in a balcony or, or a suite for the one through five nights, it's $50. Then it goes for six or night, six or more nights. Interior ocean view is 50 and the balcony suite is a hundred and they can be combined with promotional credit offers like your crown on anchor discount and your next cruise benefits, which is something you booked on your previous cruise for a future cruise. Um, and if you want me to go in a little more detail, it's, it's, I think where people might get stung is with the adjustment fees that are being uh, imposed on everyone. Mm-hmm. Did you, are you familiar with that? I'm not. Talk to us about it. Sure. Um, and, and this is launched fleet-wide uh, in another week and a half on July 1st. Or actually, that's just a few days away. Yeah. So the way they're going to work it is a change fee of $100 per guest will be charged to all reservations if they're booked under this non-refundable deposit fare. But if they want to change it, if they want to change the ship or the sale date, per guest will be assessed $100 change fee for each qualifying change made to the reservation. And, of course, if you change it again, well, guess what? There's no limit to the number of change fees that can be incurred. So you better know when you're going on what ship and your itinerary, or you can keep getting $100 per guest for a change fee. Yeah, so it sounds like this 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 program is for the people who know when they want to sail and they they know it and they do not want to change it and they won't change it. Absolutely, you know, yeah. maybe there's um, an event coming up or mm-hmm. something like that where they will book it and they know they're going. You know, I would just suggest everyone be sure you have some good travel insurance in case you do need to make a change. A hotel brand is rolling out a cruise line. Which hotel brand is doing this, and uh, what kind of vessels are they going to actually have? Well, this is Ritz-Carlton. They're entering the cruise business, which is, you know, kind of, if anyone was going to do it, I guess Ritz-Carlton probably would be the one. Um, and they're, gonna, they're going to have, they're planning on three ships. Um, the first one is set to debut in 2019. They're calling it the Ritz-Carlton Yacht Collection. And they're going to be, of course, a luxury cruise line. Um, and the ships will only have 298 guests that will reside in 149 guest suites. Every suite will have a balcony, and the voyages will range from 7 to 10 days. And so far, the first ship, which is not yet named, will have an itinerary that includes the Mediterranean, Northern Europe, Caribbean, and Latin America. And, of course, it's being built in Europe, so the Med and Northern Europe are always the first 
itineraries, uh, first batch of pancakes off the griddle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're, pro- they're, they're hoping to, because of the size of the ship, they'll be able to access some of the smaller ports that, of course, as they always say, the larger ships cannot reach. 298 guests, 149 staterooms. Do you, th- you think this is going to be a yacht or a cruise ship, though? Because it sounds cl- almost like the size of uh, like a, a small seaborne ship. Yeah, and they're comparing it to uh, seaborne or crystal, perhaps. But yeah, it's a small ship. It's not, you know, a yacht. I think we all conjure up an image of, you know, a private yacht, you know, zooming through uh, the Mediterranean with six people on board. Mm-hmm. But uh, like George Clooney would have a private yacht. Okay, <laughs> this is just going to be a, a very small cruise ship, and it should be gorgeous. From the photos that I've seen, it's got this. It looks like a stark black hull. And it's very streamlined looking with dark tinted windows that go from almost the bow to the stern. All right. Well, looking forward to seeing that. We've been talking with Sherry Kennedy from CruiseMaven.com. You could find her there. Thank you, Sherry. Thanks, Doug. This is Cruise Radio. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Want more Cruise Radio? Find a library of over 400 episodes on iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. When you talk about loyalty programs, when it comes to cruise lines, airlines, whatever, it's always a hot-button topic because people want to be rewarded for continuing to use your product and coming back to you over and over. Skiff.com recently published an article called The Business of Loyalty, where they interviewed the chief marketing officer of Carnival Cruise Line, Kathy Mayer, about Carnival Cruise Line's VIFP program, which is their uh, very important fun person loyalty program. And Kathy said something interesting. She said, we don't want our guests waiting a lifetime to appreciate the benefit. But on the other hand, it does take a little while to graduate from rank to rank with Carnival's VIFP program, which means that her saying that means they, they could be changing it up pretty soon, which is a good thing, because right now they have blue, which is your first sailing, red, which is your second sailing, gold, which is 25 to 74 days, platinum, 75 to 199 days, and then diamond is 200 plus days, and there's nothing uh, more than diamond right now, but it ranges anything from getting your blue card, you know, red, gold, platinum, diamond card, to little benefits along the way, like a free drink, free bottle of water, free steakhouse if you're diamond, and things like that. 
So there are perks right now, but they are few and far between. So to weigh in on this, we have Tommy Casabona from the Always Be Booked podcast, also Richard Sims, a writer over at cruiseradio.net. Tommy, I want to start with you. Uh, we just broke down the levels of the VIFP. What are your thoughts on the current program? I kind of feel like they all correct in analyzing whether or not they should take another look at it, to be honest with you. I mean, it's nice. You get the new card, you get the pin and everything, but gold is pretty much where it starts, right? The blue and the Mm -hmm. red, they don't really offer too much in my opinion. And honestly, you're talking, you don't really get much at all until 25 points in. And I just kind of really think there should be a little bit more Uh, at that point. Still, you're 60 days at sea in and you're really only getting some water and a drink and a (laughs) pin. Uh, On paper, I think Carnival is noticeably behind the other cruise lines as far as what they offer on the loyalty program. They take care of you. But at the end of the day, you just want to you want a little appreciation and people understanding that you're shelling out some good money and you want to know that they appreciate that. Richard, do you think they should close the gap? Oh, definitely. I mean, if you look at if you look at Norwegian, for example, now there's one difference. Um, when you sign up for Carnival, you're immediately when you, even before you cruise, you are um, signed up in the VIFP program, mm-hmm. and that's the level where you get a uh, you know a newsletter and a offer, uh, you know whatever the exclusive offers. Um, with Norwegian, you don't actually get anything on your first sailing, but I don't really feel like you get anything on your first sailing of Carnival either, other than being able to say you're in it. It's really the second sailing where things kick in for both lines. Here's the difference with Norwegian. Norwegian, by the time you've gone, when you go on your second cruise, you're already getting priority check-in, you're getting a bottle of sparkling wine, you're getting a 10% discount in the duty-free shop, you're automatically getting, if you purchase an internet program, you get extra internet minutes added on to the program that you buy. So right there, from your very second cruise, you're already, you know, getting payoff, whereas your second cruise with Carnival, you're getting uh, the members only offer, the members e-newsletter, and one liter of water. You know, that's there's a big difference there. That's not a liter of water is not exactly, you know, going to going to be a lot of incentive to get me to go on that ship. Right. There needs to be more than just a newsletter and exclusive deals as an entry point. Tommy, what do you think? A hundred percent. Like you said, he just said a hundred percent. It's true. And also, once you do hit gold, Ed a drink to that. You know what I mean? Basically a drink and a welcome drink. And that's what you're getting. And that's all you're getting up until your 74th day at sea. And it's worth noting that you have to get with Carnival, you have to get all the way up to platinum, 75 points. That's 75 days at sea, less if you happen to get, you know, I don't know how often Carnival does double points, Norwegian does them fairly often, but you have to get all the way up to 75 points just to get priority check-in and boarding. And you're getting priority check-in with Norwegian on your second cruise. And, you know, I've long said that with any of these programs, from the very beginning, when you set foot on that ship, at the very least, Give them a complimentary drink. You know, go back to the old days when you walked on that cruise ship, they greeted you with a drink and didn't then charge you $15 for it. There's, it, It's a small price to pay for sort of the good feeling that you're immediately giving people when they come on board. So throw that first drink right in the first level. You know, the, the, every time you go on the ship, you get that. It makes sense to say that Royal Caribbean is pretty much on the same line as Norwegian as far as what you're going to get, all that stuff too. Carnival is the one that's kind of lagging back a little bit. The other thing worth noting is that the highest at the highest level you're getting here with Carnival, you know, you look at the benefits, they're nice. Norwegian just also updated their program. They added another level. It's a super high level. I mean, you got to be, you know, you got to be spending a lot of time on the sea to 
get it, but it's an ambassador level. And once you reach ambassador level, you get a one-time only seven-day cruise for free. And oh. that's a heck of a perk to work toward, you know? Like, like yeah. that's, that's, a nice, that's a nice perk. Well, and then you have to ask the question, are people booking because of loyalty programs or are they booking because it's a cheap cruise? As far as the loyalty program goes, and I was going to mention this too, it's it's really – to me, it's just part of any other aspect of cruising. The people who look at a loyalty program and base their entire decision on if they're going to sail or not on that loyalty program, I don't think that that exists too much. I think – to me, I put it in line with, well, do you like the comedy club? Do you like the entertainment? Do you like the pool deck? Do you like the specialty dining? How's the loyalty program? At the end of the day, it's not something that you're going to – we're going to – at the end of the day, it's going to be the cruise ship, it's going to be the ports that you visit, and it's going to be the pricing. That's really going to really affect where whether or not you're going to cruise in that particular sailing or not. I do think the loyalty program is hits a certain point. A lot of times we go out, we patronize places wherever we go. We walk out, We don't. a lot of times we don't even know why we had a good time there. We don't even know why we're going to go back. We just know that, you know what, they did enough things to make us smile on the way out. And I think the loyalty program is a contributor to that, nothing more. Completely agree. I mean, I don't think... I don't think there are many people out there who are making their decision on where to go or what cruise line to go on based on the loyalty program until, of course, you reach a certain level. I think once you've gotten to a certain level, like I know, I know I am just about to go be platinum on Norwegian and I am, my next cruise will make me platinum. And I'm so excited to get that free bag of laundry, you know, like it's a little thing, but it makes a difference. I think that the, that you're not going to make your decision solely on it, but the longer you are sailing and the more more time you put in with a particular cruise line, those perks do add up and they do eventually make a difference. What about something like free Wi-Fi? I mean, that's what Princess and Cunard do right now. I've said you know, for a long time that I think what Carnival really should do. They have a great system set up where they have the different levels of Wi-Fi and you know, the lowest level they have, the um, social level. Mm-hmm. I think you say, you know what, for everybody, your first sailing – you get one free day of the social level. Maybe when you get to the next level, gold, you get two free days. You know, get up to platinum, you get three free days. That's a that's a nice perk. It's a really nice perk. Tommy, we were talking. You were talking about taking away like the pen and the bottled water or whatever, and doing some, you know, giving something else. What do you think they should offer in that place? What I would do is maybe add the bottom level, like Richard said. And the other reason for that is because you have to realize. I mean, I could tell you how many cruises I've gone on. I plan to post pictures or whatever, and I just don't end up doing it. Mm-hmm. And if you're Carnival Cruise Lines. What do you want to do? You want to promote your brand. You want to have your name. You want to have your, you know, that funnel out there. You want to have your Red Frog Pub in there. Put, let us get some free Wi-Fi and just put the email, maybe the social media level on there for, you know, maybe the gold members. And then what you could actually do is being in a position to promote your brand as well. And there'll just be Carnival Cruise pictures just splattered all over the place instead of, you know, coming home and maybe I'll post it. Maybe I don't post it. I'm not in the moment anymore. So who knows? You know what I mean? One of the things that um, I know Carnival has been talking about based on the Skift article, which sort of kicked this whole conversation off, was ways to bring in new partnerships. And that's something that um, other lines have done. For example, Royal Caribbean, once you've earned, I think it's three points on Royal Caribbean, the uh, low level that you're at also happens to extend to several on-land partnerships, like with Hertz Rent-A-Car and M-Life Hotel Properties. 
So the great thing is that you're earning points on the ship that you're also able to take on land with you. And that also, you know, not for nothing, but that because it's through Carnival that you're earning these points on land as well, it keeps your cruise vacation in your mind even when you're not on the ship. So, I mean, you know, one of the things I think they're really interested in looking at is ways to make sure that you're not just, um, you know, you're not just thinking of them as your cruise vacation company, but you're thinking of your cruise vacation company even when you are on land. So the more you can bring in other partners and expand that program beyond the border of the ship, the better it is. Tommy, final word here. What needs to be changed? Like I said, not a whole lot. What I do think they should do is definitely earlier in the program get a little bit more on par, as Richard said, with Norwegian, with Royal Caribbean. And also, as I mentioned before, I really, really do think that for a gold member, you get on your 25 days at sea. You've already proven some loyalty and all the way up to 75, another drink, a, a, a bottle of water, I definitely would add some. So either more perks for the gold members or if not, maybe a level between the gold and the uh, plat- uh, gold and platinum. I understand a lot of there's a lot more points for to get from platinum to diamond. But at the same time, I feel like when you're platinum on Carnival, you kind of arrived. You're getting a lot of the perks that you'll see as low as the entry level uh, levels on Royal Caribbean or Norwegian. I'm going to tell you this. You mentioned earlier, you know, take away the pins. Do you know how many grandmothers are going to scream at you if you try and take away their their pins? Oh, you no, know, I want my pin. I'm not. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up my pin. I want the pin every single sail, and I'm wearing it in the pool. I'm wearing the pin everywhere. No one listens to this podcast, anyways. Only truck drivers. So uh, I don't think we have any grandmas to be. Do they care about their pins? I maybe maybe not. Maybe they do. I'll hear from if if they do. Truck drivers out there, if you if you care about your pins, honk your horn. Come on. <laughs> Tommy Casabona from the Always Be Booked podcast. You can find him on iTunes there. Also, Richard Sims, writer for CruiseRadio.net. Guys, thanks for weighing in. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Doug. All right. They're gone. Now it's just you and me. So I have a question for you. Do you want to keep this type of format going where we'll we'll do a panel or a discussion every now and then to kind of change things up from the every week review over the past 430-something weeks? Or do you just want to stick to reviews every week? Uh, Hey, let me know because you dictate my programming because without you, I wouldn't be here. So shoot me an email, Doug, D-O-U-G, at cruiseradio.net, or you can tweet me, uh, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever. I'm out there. It's all at Cruise Radio. But let me know because I'd love to hear from you, and uh, we'll talk next week. Have a great weekend and a happy fourth. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net.
For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.